Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories, and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thanks for being with me here today. I really appreciate you. You are so amazing, so talented. The things you do in this world, um, I'm, I think of the book by Dr. Seuss, Oh, the Places You Will Go, with your head full of brains and your shoes full of feet. You just never know the people you might meet. You are so incredible. You are amazing, too. There truly is no one like you. There really isn't. And I'm so glad to be able to get to spend this time with you here today to, as we talk about the fact that your life is worth it. It is your life, exactly where it is today, with all of the things, and hey, I get it. There are some stuff in my life. We've all got it, right? How many of you are raising all your hands and both of your feet at the same time, right? Because there are just some things going on sometimes in life. And that's life. We understand, we get it, we all go through it, but your life, even in the midst of, your life is worth it. All life is so precious. I, I just really want you to take a minute and, um, you know, just really drink that in. I love how T.D. Jakes put it. Um, uh, it was a couple years ago, and I've just been quoting it ever since. Um, God was so interested in you coming into this planet that he didn't, he did care enough to make sure that the two exact people who had to come together in an exact microsecond in time came together. They may not have been the people that should have or were together long term. It may have been horrible, the situations of your birth, or you may have been birthed out of the most abundant, overflowing love. And in all of those cases, it was those two people in that exact moment that it took to create exactly you. Because the whole, the literal all of the universe, all of creation moved so that you would come into existence and be and, you know, COVID has really helped us, if nothing else, become mindful of how precious life is, how quickly someone can succumb to a thing. Car accidents, COVID, all kinds of other things. Things that before COVID happened were taking people's lives every day. And it's so important for us to be able to look at today Today's the day we've got, right? Yesterday's gone. We can make up for anything that we blew it on that we missed yesterday. But we can't change it. We can apologize for it. We can learn from it. But it is what it is. And tomorrow, oh, we have hopes and wants and wishes and dreams for tomorrow. But they may never come. Tomorrow is not promised. We learned that over the course of this last year, haven't we? And so, with every day, we maximize while it's today. We be who we are today. The best version of ourselves right here, right now, today. Because your life is worth it. You are here. You are listening to this show. And you may be listening to it the moment I put it out. Or it could be in your time frame a decade from now because the shows are evergreen they're out there both on my website and a whole bunch of other places continually available for you and the fact that you're listening to this today means that you needed to hear specifically right now here today your life is worth
worth it. Now I've got a couple of really incredible guests that are going to help bring that together. And they are going to do it from both your life as well as your business. Two completely opposite sides of the equation seemingly. And they're going to come together and they're going to show you the reason why. The reason why we have our business, and I hope you make a ton of money. I want every person that I work with as well as all the people that I know of I want you to flourish, to thrive financially as well as, and more importantly, in everything you do in your life. And we start our businesses to make money, but really, I know you. You knew that that thing, that product, that good, that service, that thing you do, you knew that it could make such a difference in somebody's life. And that's what drives you for the business. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes the whole entire world is shut down and all your plans have to pivot and change. That's not fun, but your passion compels you. It drives you through in those tough times, doesn't it? And you're here today with your business. The same is true in life. You just went, inhaled and exhaled you drew that next breath and you're here for what is today for that thing that only you can do that is so impactful so important so necessary because then the difference that you make in the world is made and the world is a better place because you are in it. Because your life is worth it. And so today we're going to talk both about business, yes, but also about an amazing life. And the story of finding out just how incredible life can be. And discovering things that you never knew were sometimes the most difficult of circumstances can actually morph into and become the flower, the bloom, until, in most cases, until the bloom falls off, the fruit doesn't grow on the tree. And so we have this beautiful apple blossom, and the tree looks so amazing. And then all the blossoms, they die and fall to the ground. But in the place of that, and I'm not describing exactly perfect, so horticulturist, please don't call me and tell me how I did it wrong. Get the concept of it. That bloom is gone, and in its place is this little tiny growing apple. And it starts off. It depends on what kind of apple it is, right? Maybe it's a crab apple. And it's only going to get just a certain size. And it's going to be very, very tart. And probably in many crabapple cases, poisonous for you. Although there are some animals that really love it. <laughs> and when we were kids, we used to fling them at each other and, and peg each other with them, right? I know, you did too. Or maybe it's a beautiful, ripe, red, delicious apple, right? But before it becomes red, it, it's green, isn't it? And it grows, and as it begins to ripen, the color changes ever so slightly. And we just really don't know. Is it a golden? Is it a red? Is it a Granny Smith green apple? Once we've had the tree, then we know, and we know what to expect from it. We're not going to expect that the, the apple tree is going to blossom out and poof, green grapes. That would freak us out, wouldn't it? The same thing is true in our life, though. We have that fruit that we produce, and we've gone through some horrible things sometimes for that fruit to now be growing on the vine so that we can do the things that we're meant to do. Our branches laden 
with the fruits of our particular harvest time. And the harvest will come. I know for some of you it doesn't feel that way. This last year has been so tough. And it feels like you're in that season like the apple tree goes through where all of its fruit has ripened, rotted, and fallen to the ground. And if there isn't somebody there to pick them up, all around the ground is squishy apple guts. You ever had an apple tree in your yard? You know what I'm talking about. And there's no more fruit, and all its leaves fell off, and now it's cold. And maybe that's where you feel like you are right now hibernating, huddled down, no more leaves on you, cold going through a winter. But your life is worth it. There is still so much more. The spring's going to come, and you're going to have the beautiful blossoms. And then those blossoms are going to go away. And you're going to produce delicious fruit. And that delicious fruit is going to once again bless so many. It doesn't matter whether a person, I mean, in our case, it's always people when we're talking about our businesses, maybe. I mean, if you're a veterinarian, maybe it is a dog or a cat or a squirrel. In either case, the fruit is going to be enjoyed by oh so many. It's interesting to think about, isn't it? To make the difference in this world that only you can make. To feed those desperately in need with your fruit. Because for somebody, I guarantee you, the thing that you're going through, that you're even one step ahead of them, you are life to the people behind you. If you've ever been through it like we were with Maya, you know what it's like to hear from somebody when you're not sure each day if your child's going to be alive the next day. To hear from somebody that their child went through it too and that she is at a better, a better place. And yeah, sure, there are some that didn't make it and you hear those stories. But you find hope through the words of encouragement from the people who are ahead of you on the journey. And you move forward. You're the same. For somebody, you are their light and light and love and hope. And you need to make sure that you are shining your light and hope to all of the world to make the difference that only you can make because your life is worth it. And as you live your life, you live as a thriving entrepreneur, making that difference that only you can make, being and shining the you that you are into the world and helping people know, learn, feel, and be the best they can be too. Imagine what a world we would be living in if every one of us just simply maximized today. We be the best us we could be while it's called today. I mean, even if we just had one day where everybody in the world got together and everybody was the best version of themselves for one day, oh, the things we could do in a day. Oh, the difference just one day can make. And even if you're the only one, I promise you, oh, the difference one day of maximizing today can make in your life and in the lives of those you were meant to serve. So that each of us shows up and thrives in all that we do as we live every day of our life as a thriving entrepreneur. We're going to take our first commercial break and then jump in with our guests here on Thriving Entrepreneur.
author who's on a mission. Stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. So let's jump into talking about how worth it you are. Let's first look at life and some of the curveballs that life can send and the things that you can discover from really diving into your own life and discovering that there may be purposes in your life that you didn't even know were yours to have. I am joined by the author of the book, Finding Margaret, Marjorie Phelps. Marjorie, thanks for joining us here today. Oh, it's great to be with you today. So tell us a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. Well, I'm, I'm an identical twin. Um, I guess I'm still identical twin. My identical twin sister passed away a little over four years ago. It was kind of a, a shock. I still don't know to say if I'm a twin or not. You know, it's half my identity was my twin sister. Um, grew up in Atlanta, a major in journalism in college. Went back to college in my 40s to get an associate degree in accounting. Uh, majored in journalism and never thought about writing about health um, until my, my mom, who was a medical and scientific illustrator of CDC, was killed by proper use of prescription drugs in 1990 and started researching about health. And the year she died from prescription drugs, I found over 400,000 people died from proper use of prescription drugs. So that launched me on my path to writing about health and wellness. Uh, in the meantime, while I was in college getting my social degree in accounting, uh, a college, the college professor walked in the first night of economics class, slammed a book down on his desk, and I looked up. And I had a vision of a little lady as clear as you are on the screen. And she was holding her arms in front of him and she, out in front of him. And she said, he's special, protect him. Well, I've been highly sensitive and empathic and intuitive all my life. And I've had a lot of what people call ESP episodes. But never about somebody I didn't know. And never anything as profound as that. And that launched me on a three-year path of discovering my soul's journey and what this man had to do with my life that I had never met before and who this little lady was. Wow, that is so interesting. So um, tell us about the book, Finding Margaret. What is it all about and, and what did you discover? Well, in the journey, I, I mean, I really, really thought I was crazy. <laughs> which is why I like your suggestion for the subtitle. Um, I, I, I started dreaming all sorts of dreams. It was like if you take a motion picture and you ch chop up all the little frames of the film and just mix it up. So one night I dreamed one thing and one night I dreamed another thing and, and it just made no sense. And it was very dire. There was a lot of blood. There was a lot of destruction. There was a lot of pain and suffering. I couldn't figure it out. I became very depressed, lost use of one arm, um, lost a lot of weight. And finally, I thought, I'm just totally crazy. I was suicidal. And I went to a psychiatrist. I said, I'm crazy. And I told him my story. And he said, you're not crazy. 
he's, as a matter of fact, he said, you've got a wonderful mind. You need to be working with a parapsychologist. I said, a what? He said, a parapsychologist. I said, you got to be kidding me. And he referred me to Dr. David Roll, who was uh, at that time um, at West Georgia College, and uh, or his mentor, who was over in Alabama at the time, um, Dr. William Ryan, Dr. Ryan, who was also at North, North Carolina. I said, you know, I can't be traveling on the road to go see a parapsychologist. I'll just give me something for depression. Maybe I'll sleep better and get over it. So I went on for another six months. The dreams got more dire. I, I knew dates. I knew it was, had an idea of something devastating was going to happen in Atlanta. A lot of people want to die. So I finally picked up the phone one day and called the Georgia Psychological Association and said, do you have a parapsychologist? And they said, oh, yes, we've got highly recognized parapsychologist. He's in Tupper, Georgia. Is that convenient to you? Well, it just happened. I lived near Stone Mountain, and I worked in Shamby, so I drove right by Tucker every single day. And I called this man, and that was the launch into a totally new way of looking at life for me. And I thought, wow, if this could happen to me, this is happening to other people. They just don't know it. So what do we cover in book one? I mean, I know we broke it down into a trilogy so we can tease people a little bit. Um, How far do we get in the story in book one? In book one, we get to um, um, my, now in the book, I call myself Emma. I wrote the book in third person so I could be more objective about the character. Um, I also had to fictionalize the names to protect identities um, because of the situation that, that I saw unfolding in Atlanta. But <clears throat> uh, so the introduction is all about the, the other things that Emma's got going on in her life. Her husband was kind of a screwball, and he was a chronic liar, and his mother was not any better, and and um, there was a lot of family situations. And the reason I wrote it that way is because I want people to recognize that, that when you're having a, what I call a past life crisis, in other words, meeting somebody from a past life that turns your life upside down, other things are going on, too. It's not just simple, straightforward, just this one thing. Other things are happening. There's a financial crisis. There was, you know, the financial storm was, banking storm was hitting the the United States uh, economy, and it affected my family. My husband was a builder. And so, you know, we talk about the the financial crisis. I also introduced people to um, some of the, the concepts of the environmental dangers going on. So you got all these things playing out, and I want people to have a really good concept of it's not simple, straightforward. It's very complicated. So, I mean, you thought you were crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. What? I bet you there's somebody out there right now that is going through the same thing. How does a person determine that they're maybe not crazy? They're maybe just dealing with this stuff. Well, that's one of the reasons I wanted to write the book because since I wrote the first edition, um, which of course this is a much improved, this, this trilogy is much improved, <clears throat> I started getting contacted by people in France and in Italy and even a lady in Singapore. And, and we've had a lot of talks. I do reincarnation counseling. And she expressed to me the exact same feelings that I had when I met the professor. And she said, and I've got this in the book, she said, this man walked in my office one day and shook my life, my hand and turned my life upside down. And I said, wow, <laughs> this is not uncommon. This is happening. People need to recognize it. What kind of uh, effects does it have on people? What different things do people find themselves experience? that are really just another life intruding into this life? Well, a big, a big part of it, of course, is mental and emotional. For example, when I met the teacher, I started shivering. I had violent, violent sh- shivering and shaking like I was freezing cold, which is later uncovered in book three. Um, like the girl in Singapore that I, I did some counseling with, you know, she was like me. She she became very she became suicidal and extremely depressed from the dreams that she was having. Well, it turned out that the dreams she was having were past life dreams. 
she was dreaming about her past life with this man. And many, many people, especially adults, will uncover past life situations in their dreams. They just don't recognize it. But what I like to tell people is when you meet somebody and you have an overwhelming emotional response to them, either negative or positive, more than likely that's a past life connection. Have you ever met somebody and you just instantly know them at the core of their being and you can't explain it? That's a past life connection. And we all have them because we're all reincarnated. So for a person that thinks they're crazy, maybe there's a different answer. What would be the first thing that they could do to see if that's, this is what's happening for them? Well, I highly suggest working with a licensed psychologist or hypnotherapist. Now, there's a lot of people out there called psychics who say, claim to know past lives and help people, and I am, I am dead set against that. Past life work is extremely important. It's extremely fragile, and it has to be handled with a professional. So it's it's not something to be to, to be taken lightly. You know, if you've got dreams that you lived in a castle and you were a princess, and you go to a psychic, they're going to pick up on those vibes that that's that you've been dreaming. That may not be true at all. The proper way to get into your, your past is to, to really do uh, hypnotherapy, what they call past life regressions. And that's how, that's how I did it with a licensed, highly respected psychologist here in Atlanta. And we uncovered facts that were, that were provable. I mean, you, you have to have some sort of fact to substantiate your story. The book is called Finding Margaret. It's book one of the trilogy. Um, a lot of fun and everybody's going to want the book. We may have to make you wait a couple of weeks to get it just to get you all antsy and stuff. But you can get book one today for free. Um, if a person wants to go deeper with you and, you know, talk about their past lives or those kind of things, how can a person get a hold of you? Um, they can get me through my website, findingmargaret.com. It's real simple, and, and there's links to me there. Or you can go to my personal website, which has got my other books on it, and that's marjoriefelps.com. That's M-A-R-G-E-R-Y, Phelps, P-H-E-L-P-S.com. And um, you can both people can contact me either way through the website. Well, Marjorie, thanks so much for spending some time with me here on Facebook Live and on the radio show today. Thank you for having me. I've enjoyed being with you. That was so much fun, and the other two books are coming out during the month of April. If you're listening live or, you know, if you're listening on the replay, maybe they're already out. A, an amazing book series, books that you just want to read all the way through all of them. And for those of you that have already gotten book one, you're probably anxiously awaiting book two. Remember, you're worth it. Your life is worth it. I want you to understand that and then really, truly dive into it and live as a thriving entrepreneur. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we will be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. Don't go away. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet, kind of feeling go to yourbestsellertoday.com schedule a talk with steve it's risk-free it's guaranteed it's proven we've done it thousands of times what are you waiting for yes yourbestsellertoday.com this time next week you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve reach the people that you came to serve come on now what are you waiting for grab a pen here we go all you got to do is book a call yourbestsellertoday.com go to yourbestsellertoday.com Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. You 
Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. So in the last segment, we were talking about your life and how worth it you are in life. Now let's switch over to the other end of things, to your business, and how important who you are, what you know is in business, and then you can show up and share that with the world. And here is some really good quality information that you need to really effectively, impactfully share your business also with the world. Join me in welcoming Rory Stern. Hey, Rory, how are you doing today? I'm great, Steve. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, it's good to have you with us. So tell us a little bit about who you are and how you show up in the world. Oh, wow. Um, that's, a, that's a great question. Um, so how I show up in the world. Um, I am fun-loving, carefree. Uh, life's too short to be too serious because I was in a former life. Um, I love serving and helping other people. Uh, I do that today through building businesses through paid advertising. Um, and honestly, life is all about um, just being present, being with my kids and my family and having fun. So paid advertising. Yeah. Um, and uh, before we jump into that, though, you got to tell me the story of you go from being a clinical psychologist <laughs> to stay-at-home dad to uh, doing online marketing. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the the backstory, huh? So, wow how ba- how far back do we go? Um, I guess you could say, and I, I'd be surprised if a lot of people, I'd be I'd be shocked if people are unfamiliar with what I'm about to share. Um, I am the quintessential poor child, poor son from Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Are you familiar with that book? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, for anyone who's not, just to recap, um, I am, I'm, the third, uh, I'm, I'm the third child. I am the youngest by eight and nine years, respectively. Um, my parents pushed me to go to school get a good job, or I'm sorry, go to school, get a degree, get an advanced degree, get a great job, make money, save, retire, and have a wonderful life. Uh, despite being, um, you know, bes- despite there being three generations of entrepreneurs in my business. So I, I sort of suppressed that entrepreneurial gene. And I followed that path. Uh, I knew probably at eight years old that I wanted to become a doctor. Uh, I knew that that type of doctor was either going to be an ER physician or a psychiatrist and got to undergrad, learned one of the most powerful lessons in my entire life. Um, And I'll be, I will share that. Um, I was pre-med at the time and I was in organic chemistry and the professor was giving us back our first exams and telling us how horrible most of the class did. And up on the, up on the grease board at the front of the room, was a molecule. I think it was your typical um, C6H12O6, which is the chemical formula for glucose or sugar. And he quickly swiped with an eraser, an oxygen, an O off the formula. And he said, guys, I've got a powerful lesson for you. If as I took away that oxygen, your mind didn't immediately start going what does that do to the chemical makeup? How does that change the composition of the molecule? This, that, and the other thing, you don't belong in this class. And at first it was pretty harsh. I was like, wow, like you've just taken my whole childhood, my whole life up until, you know, 19 years old of everything that I thought I wanted to be and basically told me I'm wrong. And I don't remember if it was in that moment or another moment, but it's, it's certainly on the timeline what he had described was what I did with psychological models. So anytime a psychological model was presented in one of my psych classes, I immediately started asking questions. Well, what about this? And what about that? And and I found my home. So the reason I said, I want to share that lesson is I just think that's, it's such a powerful part of, I I think life and finding yourself and knowing what to follow, but it's certainly a, you know, a, a turning point in my life. So we'll speed things up a little bit. Um, went to college, you know, was in college, graduated with my uh, BS and BS, as I like to say it, went on to graduate school, got a doctorate in clinical psychology. Um, My first job offer outside of college or out of grad school was 40 hours a week 
fifteen thousand dollars. That's one five. Um, and I was living in Boston at the time. It would have cost me about thirty thousand dollars to put my child into childcare. So my wife and I sat down, had an important conversation, and I became a stay-at-home dad. Best thing that ever happened to me because it taught me to live in the moment, be present, and that life was about so much more. Um, the reason I ended up in digital marketing is that I'm just not a sit at home, take life as it comes kind of guy and, and not do something. Um, because, I, because of how I was raised, I was taught to be a provider. I was taught to go out and do more, which interestingly enough, I'll, I'll call out, um, you know, what, what more benevolent calling, if you will, is there than raising your children? But at the time, it was like, no, I have to provide for my family. I have to be the breadwinner. Um, so that's sort of the marriage of how did I be, you know, how was I a stay-at-home dad, but also got called into doing more and finding digital marketing? Well, props to all of us that have been, been stay-at-home or single dads or any of that kind of stuff. So let's talk about online advertising, paid advertising. Um, you know, for most of us, I think it's, like a Rubik's cube, you know? <laughs> um, is it really that difficult or is it like the Rubik's cube? You just need to learn to memorize the, uh, the way to solve it. That's a, that is a beautiful metaphor. Um, and I, I really, I really, really like that um, because in part you have two questions. Is it really that hard? Which my immediate answer was going to be yes. But then you, you gave this beautiful metaphor of, is it, less, I'll use the word less difficult when you figure out the pattern and know how to do it. Um, and that is part of it. It certainly does get easier when you know what to do. But for me, Steve, you know, in, in the world of digital marketing over the last four years, there's been this um, skyrocketing conversation of just how easy paid ads are. And um, you know, you have to be doing paid ads and, and let me show you how to turn $1 into two, four, six, ten. 10. And I definitely do not resonate with that. Um, I think paid ads is the most dangerous, most risky, most volatile way that you can build your business, but it is also the most lucrative. And if you can come at it with the right mindset, um, I think I, I, I liken it a lot to being a trader in the market, which I'm not, but it's, it's the similar, it's a similar premise. If you don't know what you're doing, you can quickly go broke and lose everything. But if you learn how to read the signs, the patterns, the trends, you can do very, very well for yourself. Or we can just find somebody like you that already knows how to do it. And, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> there, there, there is that element. And um, it, you know, it, it, it it's, fodder for, a, for another part of the conversation um, in something that, you know, my, my team and I are, are, you know, dealing with daily, but even more so right now, is that even when you've got a team who can figure it out and do it for you, you still have to be of the right mindset, you being the client, uh, the business owner hiring an advertiser, you still have to realize it's, it's not a guarantee that you're going to make money. It doesn't matter how good of a person you're working with. There's this mentality that, again, as I said, you know, put $1 in, get two, get four, get five. That's not how it works. There's no business on the planet that I know of that is consistently profitable, maybe except for Apple. But other businesses, most businesses have cycles. They have good months. They have good quarters. They have good years. They have bad quarters. Um, I, I think the certainly recent economic challenges brought on by our, our time of where we are this year um, has shown that a lot of businesses that look good on paper really aren't. That makes a lot of sense. So, um, I won't ask you to solve the whole Rubik's cube here in front of us, but, <laughs> <laughs> but what can a person who wants to grow their business, what, what, it, you know, what can they do? As far as with paid ads? Yes. Okay. So the first thing you need to do before you get into paid ads is you need to have a product and service that is selling. 
and selling consistently. Uh, we often tell people, you know, at a minimum, you have to have sold a hundred units of whatever it is you're selling. So if you're an info product owner, then you should have sold at least a hundred of your info product before you engage with an advertiser. hundred over what kind of time? Frame? If you are an e Great question. Um, I, there's, there's no definitive. I, I'd, I'd rather see it, you know, the more compressed time, the better. So I'd rather not have a hundred sales over three years. A um, hundred sales a month, a hundred sales a week. Um, now we're starting to talk. Okay, sorry to interrupt. Go on. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's a, a great question. Um, now, if, if we bring that back, because not a lot of people are at 100 sales um, a week, a month, six months, it's, it's really, what, what I'm going to share is really kind of like a roadmap of, of where you want to get to. Um, so you've got people who, you know, are already making 100 sales a month, 100 sales a week. That's awesome. That's where you want to be. Why do you want that? Well, you've got lots of data that you can go off of. You've got consistent revenue coming in. Hopefully it's positive cash flow to a certain extent. Um, and it gives you the opportunity to invest in paid ads because it's an investment. It is not a guarantee. Uh, you know, everybody, again, there's this mantra of paid ads are so easy. No, they're not. In, in six years of running ads, seven years of running ads, we've had three campaigns three clients that we've literally turned on their ads and never looked back out of hundreds. Um, and that, that's, that's why I set this up the way that I do, Steve, that way I set it up sort of gingerly um, in terms of you need to have this many sales, you need to have cash flow, you need to understand it's a risk going in. Uh, I, would, I would also say to any business owner considering paid ads, how much money are you willing to lose right now without even flinching? So Steve, if I said to you, could you invest right now a thousand dollars a month in ads or just a thousand dollars over the next 30 days on paid ads and not get a dime back? Would that put you out financially? Would that put you under undue stress? And you don't have to answer that. Um, what we're trying to do is figure out where is, where is your tolerance? Where is that threshold for what you can lose? We need to minimize the risk because there's a chance you invest a thousand dollars, you may not get it back. Okay, that's good to know. Because yeah. most of the places don't tell you that. No, and, and, and nobody, nobody's going to, well, I shouldn't say nobody. Most people are not going to, unfortunately. It's, it's, it's a really, it can be a cutthroat in, uh, industry, excuse me. Um, and it's, it's really unfortunate. So I want to now, now look at, you put $1,000 in or whatever your minimum threshold is. And I said, you've got to be prepared not to get anything back. The really cool thing is, and, and again, it takes a certain mindset to realize what I'm about to say is actually cool. The cool thing is you're almost never going to get nothing back. Let's say you put $1,000 in and you don't get a dollar back. That $1,000 with the right person who knows how to interpret the data has just gotten a lot of data to figure out, okay, what do we need to improve? Does that make sense to you or would it help to sort of unpack that a little bit? No, I get where you're going for, from that. Okay. So in, in, I guess the bottom line I'm saying is you're never not getting anything back. You're going to get data back, but you need to be of sound mind um, and have the right mindset, be in the right space as a business owner to realize that that thousand dollars, not getting it, not getting the financial return the data is just as valuable. I mean, after all, it, it's, it's all data. Yeah, that makes total sense. So for somebody that wants, I mean, is it something that a person even can or could dip their toe into? Um, or really, should they be looking at a different ad campaign, you know, whatever kind of way to create their funnel until they get to a place where they can afford to lose 500, a thousand bucks, whatever that might be. 
Yeah. So I, again, I think there are, there are various stages, um, you know, stage, you know, you definitely like going into paid traffic, you, you absolutely have to have money to spend and you have to know that, excuse me, you may not get it back. If, excuse me, if, if you can't spend, let's say, let, let's just say right now threshold, if you can't spend a hundred dollars a day, if you can't spend five, or not hundred dollars a day, sorry. If you can't spend a hundred dollars over X amount of time and lose that hundred dollars, paid ads are not for you right now. If you can't spend $500 and get, you know, and lose that money, paid ads are not for you right now. So what do you do, right? You look at, okay, I need to make X amount of money to put aside to invest into paid ads. Well, how do you do that? Well, you know, what can you sell to your audience, your current prospect or customer base right now to raise that money? Can you do any kind of JV or affiliate promotions to bring in that extra money? That's really the name of the game is how can I go out and get funded? How can I get money to put aside to invest in paid traffic? Does that answer your question? Yes, it absolutely does. So um, being good teachers for the listeners, um, for a person who's never done paid advertisement and maybe is even a little afraid of losing, you know, a hundred, a thousand, whatever it is, what yep. is step one? Where do they start? But they want to head so, towards paid advertising. So they want to go that direction, but they're at the starting blocks. Where do they start? Great question. So we always want to start with, you know, the end in mind. We always want to start, and I'll explain what I mean by that. We want to start with what would we consider a win? Remember I said, you know, that, you know, could you spend a hundred dollars and lose it? So now we just back everything out in terms of risk reversal. So what that means is, all right, if I go out and spend money and want to build a funnel, what's, what's the objective? Do I need to make sales or would I rather build a list? Personally, I'd rather build the list because you know you're getting something back from the list. You're ultimately going to be able to follow up with that list. Whereas if you drive direct to sale and you don't capture that name and email address, you don't really have a good way to follow up with them outside of spending more money on more ads. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. So for me, it's always, all right, let's, let's look at running paid ads to an opt-in list. Let's see, can we build our email list and make some money from that email list? That's going to make a lot of people very, very happy. That, that minimizes risk. Now with that, there are going to be inherent issues. What are those inherent issues? Well, for starters, there's no guarantee you're going to make a dime off of that, that list. So again, you could end up with nothing, but at the end of the day, you do own that email asset. You do own that list. And theoretically speaking, you should be able to monetize that list. So I always say, go for building an email list, follow up that email list, nurture that email list, love on them, find out what they want, get it back. However, there's a risk involved. When are you going to get that money back? You don't know. There's no guarantee. You have to be really good at what you're doing. You have to be prepared to put offers in front of them. So that would be my first step is like, hey, let's start with $5 a day. Let's see if we can build an email list. Now, $5 a day, not a lot of money. You, you, you could end up with no lead. You could end up with one lead. Um, obviously, the more money you spend over time, so 5, 10, 15, 20, over a five-day, four-day period, you'll end up with a couple leads. Um, so that's, again, the data part, if you will, is you're finding out, well, how much does it cost for me to acquire a lead? Okay. All right. So, you know, I know for a lot of people, if they're honest <laughs> and if they haven't gotten scammed already, they're going to need somebody to guide them through this. Um, yep. And that's where you totally come in. How can a person go deeper with you, get in contact with you? Uh, I mean, the best way, honestly, is to visit our website, which is helpwithads.com. And they, there's a number of different ways to reach out to us and get in touch and we can point them in the right direction for how to get started properly, where to go. And, you know, that could involve coaching, consulting, training, 
the bulk of what we do really is run ads for other people, but um, we've certainly got our hands uh, in plenty of experience in helping others get started. That is such a great domain name, helpwithads.com. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, Rory, is there any uh, last information, last tip you'd like to give the listeners? I guess what I would say is, you know, I started out pretty strongly. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's no joke to be in paid advertising, but at the same time, I don't want anyone walking away going, I'm too scared to do it. You, you can do it. You can start with $5 a day. You can accomplish a lot with $5 a day. It's really just about easing your way in, dipping, a, dipping your toes in the water. Um, and I would also just add to that, be prepared to get bitten. And you'll, you'll honestly get the most, um, you'll get the biggest lessons from being bitten. Just pick yourself up off the ground and keep going. Well, Rory, I really appreciate the time you spent with us here on the show today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. One of the most important things you can ever do with your business. There are so many times in business that we tend to set aside our advertising, our marketing budget, um, because, you know, times get tough and then they stay tough because we're not in those most difficult of times focusing our time, effort and attention on keeping the funnel full keeping the leads coming in so that the money keeps generating and then of course it goes the other direction where things are really good and we let it slide then too don't let that do that always have a funnel process to be able to really thrive with your business we'll be right back if you're an author who's on a mission stand out with your brand out <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com, schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free, it's guaranteed, it's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now, what are you waiting for? Grab a pen, here we go. All you gotta do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven, it's guaranteed, it's gonna happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. I want you to know you are worth it. Your life is worth it. You are so amazing and incredible. You are so awesome and inspiring and you do such amazing things in this world. I want to, on behalf of the whole of the universe, thank you for who you are, for how you show up in this world, and for all that you do to make this world a better place because of you being you. I want you to know your life is worth it. I hope that both in the discovery that we learned from Marjorie um, as well as the very practical information we learned about um, advertising and promoting our business from Rory, that you got uh, both sides of the equation and some things to really help you advance you in the world. To first of all, in all that we all said, really know and understand your life is worth And then second to that, to really be able to take the time to maximize who you are today, to be the best you you can be today. Let tomorrow take care of itself. Don't worry about the future. It doesn't do anything. We cannot change one iota of the future through worry. We can through action today. It's the things that we do today 
that make the difference in tomorrow, not the things that we worry about today. There's never one person that's added another day to their life through worry. There are a lot of people that have added a day to their life through things like eating healthy today, exercising today, getting good rest today, by maximizing while it's called today. And if today was your last day, and oh, I don't think it is, and, and I don't like going there, but if it was, imagine how good you would feel knowing you spent your last day loving, giving, serving, making an impact, doing the things that you were meant to do. I mean, think about it from book standpoint, you know, because I work with authors all the time, right? Imagine if, like J.R.R. Tolkien, you know, who wrote The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings series and so many others, imagine if, even still, they are still putting out books. His, his son, I think it was, it may even be his grandson now, um, you know, went through all of the masses of writings that he did, um, you know, because he was an academic, so he wrote um, stories to himself to create the characters and backstories, and there's a lot of that kind of stuff, and it's still coming out today. And so even if today was your last day and you didn't actually physically get to publish the book, when going through your stuff, your kids may find and be like, wow, that was insightful. What can we pass on to the next generation and the generation after that? What can we do today to make the world a better place? To share who we are with the world and to help the people around us have as best of a life as they can and to have a really, really great life ourselves because your life is worth it. You are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose, and the world needs you. I'm here to help you in any way that I can to live as a thriving entrepreneur, to know that your life is worth it, to maximize today to its fullest potential, to the fullest extent of today, to show up, to show out, and really get it done while it's called today. To be able to put your head on the bed, on the pillow at night, and say to yourself, today was a good day. When we go to bed and we go to sleep, probably gonna be tired anyway, but that feeling of being able to think and feel within ourselves and know that we had a good day, that, that is so worth it. And I hope that you know that perhaps more than anything else, that is the way to truly live as a thriving entrepreneur. I hope until we're together again next time, you are happy, safe, warm, and loved, that you know that the sun will shine, and have a great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com, schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free, it's guaranteed, it's proven we've done it thousands of times what are you waiting for yes your bestsellertoday.com this time next week you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve reach the people that you came to serve come on now what are you waiting for grab a pen here we go all you got to do is book a call your bestsellertoday.com go to your bestsellertoday.com book a talk with Steve it's proven it's guaranteed it's gonna happen all you have to do is say yes to your destiny you